we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in, we will never give up, and we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down. As long as we are confident and you know, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. everybody it's wednesday hump day another great little video from magical trevor of the dilly mean team dan scavino shared this yesterday little story time First jobs report of a full month of the Trump presidency showed the economy added 235,000 jobs in February. The unemployment rate dropped down to 4.7%. More jobs available than people available to fill it. Never seen that before. See that from the Atlanta Fed? Not to mention 4.8% growth of the economy. That's huge. If you've watched this program, you'll know we have a generational low for unemployment, an all-time low for African-American unemployment. That's historic. Breaking news, the U.S. economy economy added 304,000 jobs last month. That was way ahead of expectations. And it was despite a record-breaking government shutdown. This is great. Magical Trevor. Love his work. Love it. Dilly Mean Team. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Wednesday, the day after Election Day. How do we all feel? MAGA Wednesday. Scaramooch says he worked the polls yesterday in South Carolina, and he feels that South Carolina has a very secure election process, which is good. Good, good, good. Hopefully uh, you got some... Republican strongholds and some big Republican wins. There are a lot of a lot of uh, disappointments, it seemed. And I'm going to say this. Listen, from what I'm looking at, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't pay attention to a lot of the races across the country. You know, it's local races. Some people had governor races and, and state level and just whatever it was. But looking on social media, Moderate Republicans, DeSantards, and liberals all seem to be the same on a lot of things. And I'm, I'm just, 
I'm just giving my opinion here. First of all, good morning. Hope you're all doing great. And, uh, you know, just... I, I, I'm looking at this as... There are a lot of places that Republicans just didn't show up to vote. There's a town in Ohio of 15,000 people and 3,000 came out to vote. So, and it, it, it's... North Carolina is actually requiring ID to vote. That's a win. That is a win. The DeSantard camp, the bunch of idiots that they are, of course, are blaming Donald Trump for every Republican loss in the country. Of course, that's going to happen. Moderate Republicans, uh, the same. And we have a year to go. Less than a year of the primary, and then we have a year to go to the general. And it is fucking game time. And I'm going to tell you something. Because it's one thing I don't talk about a lot. And it's the whole abortion issue. And I think the GOP has completely dropped the ball when it comes to abortion messaging. I don't know what the answer is to it. Very happy to see that Roe v. Wade was smashed down like it should have been. And then it's brought to the state level. What What I can say is... Now you're going to see it being fought out at the state level, whether it's going to be in state constitutions that you're able to, you know, murder your baby up until birth. But I believe, and I don't expect everyone to agree with me, and I'm not saying to abandon the issue of abortion, but I believe that there are issues that we face in this country far more superior than the abortion issue. We had a major win with Roe v. Wade going bye-bye, and now it's up to the states. Let's look at Ohio, okay? Ohio voted on their referendum yesterday that I have to, I had it here. Hold on a second. What did I just do? Yep. Ohio voters approved issue one, which legalizes killing babies in abortion up until birth. I don't agree with it. I'm sure many of you don't. But here's the problem. This has become a a tremendous issue. Like a focal point among a lot of people running for office and a lot of voters. And believe it or not, there's a lot of liberty-loving moderate Republicans out there that still don't want to be told what to do with their bodies. Say what you will, but it's true. And if this is going to be something that we're going to hang our hat on every election cycle, we're going to have tremendous problems. The Democrats are going to come out in force. Moderate Republicans are some of them may vote for candidates that support policies like this. And I think it's a lost, not a lost cause. I think it's, what's, what's happening is supposed to happen, and now it's being fought out at state levels because it's, it's given back to the states. Abortion is a touchy issue for so many people. You know, there are people that have supported it one way or another in their lifetime for whatever reasons. You know, it's, um, is it still a double homicide if a pregnant woman is murdered? It depends on where that happens because there have been cases where 
if you murder a pregnant woman and you are charged, you could be convicted with two uh, two murders. That happened with that was in Colorado, is it? Um, that that sicko Christopher Watts that murdered his family and stuck his two kids in the oil well and then buried his his wife in a shallow grave. The wife was pregnant, and when they sentenced him, uh, he was charged and sentenced on four murders, not three, because of the unborn baby. I don't know. I don't know if that's if that's a thing. All I know is in Ohio, voters approved to legalize killing babies. And I'm surprised that that happened in Ohio. But didn't that just happen? It was a they voted not too long ago. Was it over the summer? Was it Tennessee? I think Tennessee voted to legalize abortion as well. Got to make concessions. 15-week ban could be a compromise better than till actual birth. Trump gave us a huge win with the end of row, 100%. And the rest of the fight is a culture fight. And it's not going to be win overnight. And it's not going to be win. It's not going to be won anytime soon. And it's on a state level. My point is abortion should not be a pivotal issue going into the presidential election. And unfortunately, it probably will be, especially, you know, maybe as, as the primary heats up between DeSantard and Trump going into the general, of course, because the Democrats are loving life right now in the uh, Twitter swamp, celebrating that they're able to kill babies in Ohio and certain places. They're happy that Virginia has now fallen under Democrat majority. But that also that also is because moderate Republicans, or I don't know, establishment Republicans want to exterminate MAGA. This is the problem within the party. And also part of it I'm feeling is I think a lot of MAGA stayed home yesterday because I truly believe a lot of MAGA Republicans will not come out until Trump's on the ballot. Out of not trusting our system, not trusting our election system, not trusting our government, not trusting our government officials. Which Okay, I don't trust our election system 100% completely. I'm glad Scaramucci talked about working the polls and saying that it seemed where he worked anyway, the election process was pretty secure. There were some problems in Pennsylvania we'll get into. I didn't really see any other reporting of, of problems in other places, but there might as they, they could have been. Maybe we'll see. Another thing is, another thing, in, and, and again, I get that a lot of people, especially MAGA Republicans, because because what has happened in past elections with being, whether you want to say they're stolen or rigged or deficiencies or, or irregularities, whatever you, you want to say, it's not every election. And the, the problem is when you get on Twitter and you get on every all these platforms and immediately you're candidate that you supported and voted for does not win, it's automatic election fraud. And that's what's 
that's what makes people not take you seriously. When you're just, oh my God, Joe shit the rag man didn't win. It, it It's rigged. It's rigged and stolen. Based off what? Just because the numbers are in and the candidate didn't win? Maybe, maybe it was. Maybe there was some issues. But can we at least figure it out first before everybody starts running their mouths about rigged and stolen elections? I get people are pissed off. 2020 election. I get it. People are pissed off at other elections. But we got to use our heads in some common sense as well. The GOP is a disaster. How the RNC chairwoman, Rona McDaniels, needs to be outed. I don't care who says she's good. I don't care who says she's bad. The proof is there. She needs to go. The RNC is not MAGA's friend. The RNC needs to be taken over. Again, the Republican Party is ours to take. There's no third party that's going to come in and save the country. We need to hijack it. Just like the trainees hijacked the LGBTQ community, MAGA needs to hijack the Republican Party in ways that they've never seen before. Scaramucci, at my location, we had 1,400 registered voters that should have voted here. Only 64 showed up and voted. There you go. That is my point. I wonder if you could find out how many of those were registered Republicans, you probably could, and to see why they did not, or just to, to see who didn't come out. Because I'm hearing a lot of Republicans did not come out. And then I hear things like, well, Republicans didn't come out because Trump's not on the ballot. Well, my thing is, I think that's a wrong way to look at look at the election process in general. You need to come out and vote. Local elections are just as, as important, if not more important, than je- the, the federal elections. Scott Pressel is great, and I've had many conversations with, with Scott. I did a show with him a, lo- a while ways back. Scott Pressler, I would love to see his RNC chair. Scott Pressler can't even get recognized by the current RNC chair. And Scott has a huge platform. He's he's put on huge platforms. He is. He was just on Roger Stone's show. He's on Sebastian Gorgi. So many shows he's on. They give him so much conservative media time, but the RNC itself would not acknowledge him and the work that he puts in. I mean, the guy lives in his car, travels the country. You know. Knocking on doors in Pennsylvania. And then the next week, he's knocking on doors in Florida. The next week, he's in, he's in Texas. It, it's wild. He actually put himself in the hospital f- for it. He worked himself too hard because he has some medical conditions. But he doesn't stop. He'll die doing it. And, he, and he's not very upfront on a, as far as being a Trump supporter. He wants Republicans to win elections. And I'm okay with that because I feel like Scott Pressler wants Republicans to win elections more than the RNC wants real Republicans to win elections. <clears throat> They're hoping Trump is going to fix it all. And I don't want the people to have that attitude. We're going to fix it all. We, the people, are going to fix it all. Donald Trump is not going to fix any of it. One man is not. He's just going to make it easier for us to fix things with him. We are the driving force. Not, not yesterday. 
not yesterday. So someone was mentioning in, I don't know if it was in Ohio, but I had, I've seen a, a tweet under J.R. Majewski's tweet about uh, the, the abortion issues. And, and someone said, my town has 15,000 people, less than 3,000 voted. This is the problem. Most people don't care, and I speak about this all the time. Unless, unless it's directly affecting you, people aren't caring. People aren't caring enough to come out and vote. My area, all my local elections, county legislator, whatever it was, a town supervisor, town councilman, the ones that were supposed to stay red stayed red, and they won by 60 and 70%, which, which is nice. But we have big issues, and, and I think this whole abortion issue, the states are going to fight it out. And I, I, I'll tell you right now, I, I really, really don't want to see the GOP make abortion a huge issue and put that on the, the general ballot because the, the Democrats are going to. We don't, it's like we don't know how to message with it. How many times can we say killing babies is bad? But unfortunately, again, you have moderate Republicans. They'll never say it. They'll never say it to you. They'll only say it at the, at the, at the ballot box. They'll say they're not against abortion bans at the ballot box. A lot of moderate, I know moderate Republicans that have very liberal views on abortion. Yeah, 200 plus days and Rona, Rhino Rona McDaniels will not even respond to Scott Pressler. It's, it's just, we have become a very weak and divided party. And I'm really disappointed that, I mean, if it was MAGA Republicans that are staying home because they're not trusting the government and the election system and they're going to sit home and think every election is rigged and stolen and they're only going to come out when Trump is on the ballot. I think it's stupid. I think everyone who did that is a fucking moron. 11 candidates running for mayor. 11. Can't make it up. Looks like the ex-police chief won. Crime is a problem. Gun violence doesn't make sense. Turnout could have been much better. It, everywhere turnouts could have been much better. You know how many people forgot it was... Election day yesterday, I had to remind people. I was texting people all day yesterday. Did you vote? 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 My mother's out on a cruise. I made sure she voted early. Make sure you vote. Her and my aunt at cruise in the fucking world. Did you vote? Yes, they voted. Okay, great. Rona gets paid to lose elections. It, wouldn't, it would not surprise me in the least because not only that, but you also have some very, very bitter establishment Republicans who have power over a lot of donors. Oh, look at Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy said it himself that he's good at winning battles and he's good at winning elections. He means with money. And I'm going to tell you right now, Kevin McCarthy is a problem because he will fund local elections. He's going to fund anything that goes against Donald Trump, but, ne but never say it, obviously. He'll probably kiss Donald Trump's ass when he becomes the nominee, but through his son by proxy will be funding just anything they can against him. Maybe even a Democrat. You know what I mean? It's it's 
during the primary, Kevin McCarthy's going to fund probably DeSantis by proxy again through his son. But I think a lot of people, and I know because I've also seen people share the same sentiment, is that a lot of Republicans, MAGA Republicans, Republicans in general, they feel disenfranchised, and I hate that word. Because they don't trust the system. They don't trust the election, the election system. They don't trust the government. They don't trust their elected officials. I get it. So then what's the answer? You're just going to sit home? I feel disenfranchised. I'm, I'm going to stay home. I mean, it's stupid. It's so stupid. <clears throat> now you have to think of we have the Republican primary. Are we going to get the turnout we need for the Republican primary? Are MAGA Republicans going to be raring to go or just Trump-supporting Republicans going to be raring to go or moderate Republicans who want to see this country turn around going to come out and vote for Donald Trump in the primary? I sure hope so, and I sure hope so in droves. But how can you have confidence with that when they're staying home in regular local elections? Yeah, everybody else. <laughs> I, I don't know. Kentucky Republicans won by 16 to 25 points, but Democrat governor. Well, one, Kentucky loves Democrat governors. They do. Everyone else is Republican, attorney general. All of them are all Republican. But that specific uh, Democrat from what I understand, is like a, a Kennedy in, in Kentucky. They, they love him. For whatever reason, they love him. And, of course, that governor race, the DeSantards are blaming on Donald Trump, which is complete bullshit. First of all, Donald Trump endorsed in the 11th hour. Ron DeSantis had endorsed him as well. And he's the... It, he's a, it, none of it makes sense. I don't know a lot about Kentucky politics. I'm not going to pretend that I do. But any Republican loss is going to be blamed now on Donald Trump because he's running for president. And if he supported the guy or endorsed the guy, Donald Trump made that election a loser. But from what I understand, that, that Kentucky Democrat governor, was a, was a, he's an incumbent. He's an incumbent, number one, very hard to defeat an incumbent. He was there for four years, right? And from what I understand, his political legacy in that state and that his political roots are very deep. And he won. He won. And of course, I know there are a lot of people on Twitter like, how do they elect all Republicans? And the Democrat and, and the governor you know, uh, got reelected and he's a Democrat, you know, already with the election fraud and not looking a little past it to see what the dynamics are. It's important to do that. I'm not saying nobody cheats on elections. We obviously see that. We see it all the time. I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm frustrated at the lack of attendance among Republicans from what I'm seeing. If I'm wrong, show it to me. But when you're, when you're 1,400 voters supposed to show up to the polls or vote, in that precinct, and only 
70 show up. Now, my next question is, did, did, those, did the rest of those people vote early? Do we have the early votes counted? Do we have the mail-in votes counted? I mean, the election system is so crazy right now. It's, it's, are all the ballots counted? You know, is it, are we going to have elections where, yeah, this person won? Oh, shit, three days later. Sorry, you didn't win. This guy won because of all the mail-in ballots. That would never fold in and put in envelopes <laughs> and not signed. I, I don't know. But I, I do, I do 100% feel that a lot of people feel because they don't trust the election system, they're not coming out. They're not coming out. And I hate that because it's not, so that's not how we're going to win. That's not how we're going to. Democrats are coming out, man. They're coming out in fucking droves. I say it all the time, Big Mac. I say it all the time. If you're not going to get engaged, if you're not going to get involved in local and state elections, poll watchers, ballot counters, then we're never, ever going to win. Yeah, I, I heard that from a few people, that Mitch McConnell had put that so-called governor in place in Kentucky, and that's why he lost. I, I, I don't know. And I'll tell you something else. I take what DC Drano says with a fucking grain of salt. Anyone who buys Instagram followers to say he has millions of followers, I think is a fucking cuck. And that I know for a fact that DC Drano did that. Uh, you know, DC Drano's another guy who loves his clicks and views and will stomp anybody in the face, any Republican in the face, just if he can get closer to Donald Trump. I'm so fucking tired of these people. I'm tired of these grifters. D.C. Drano is not a man of the people. D.C. Drano is a fucking grifting media hound who was successful in his grift. But no, I did hear that from other, other places. I just hate when people quote. I'm sorry, Lorian. Good morning, by the way. I just hate when people like uh, look at these fucking people. Not saying you're doing it. Look at these people like D.C. Drano, like he's the arbiter of, you know, political truth. Uh, it's, it's just, I don't know. Glenn Youngkin, the whole, the whole Virginia electorate, you know, they, from what other people were saying, they were supposed to be the, the vision, the arbiter of, uh, you know, going of post Trump era of looking past Trump of, of dismissing the MAGA movement within the GOP and what happened Virginia, the, G, the Republicans lost big. I mean, it's Virginia, but they lost big. Youngkin's basically a useless governor. Now I think he lost the house and the Senate in Virginia to Democrats. So again, I think MAGA is the only way forward, but to engage more people and to get more people involved is the issue. And that's where, that's where we're failing. We're failing because moderate Republicans hate us. Establishment Republicans hate us. Democrats really fucking hate us. Democrats are coming out, man. They're dyeing each other's hair in the, uh, in the voting lines. They're coming out. I mean, how many people, 
How many people do you know that sat home and didn't go out and vote in local elections as Republicans? You, you should take note of that. You should find out. Audit your friends. Audit your coworkers. Hey, did you vote? Nah, you know, I didn't get around to it. Why? Especially if they're Republicans. Why? Well, you know, I mean, it's just an election for door catcher. It's just an election for state representative. You realize that wins in, in, embolden us, that this is what we're here to do. We're here to win elections. We're here to save this country, to save our communities from crime and tax hikes and just complete government overreach. You know what? Democrats are enemy combatants, and, and a lot of moderate Republicans are an establishment. Moderate establishment seems to be the same thing. They're all enemy combatants, all of them, all of them, and that's the problem. And the RNC chair and all of the leadership in the RNC, which all should be defunded and shouldn't get a fucking dime from anybody, grassroots fundraisers, grassroots donors, she needs to be out. I'd love to see somebody actually put something forth for a path of Scott Pressler to be RNC chairman. Ohio legalized murdering babies. And Republicans, moderate Republicans, establishment Republicans, Democrats, they'll all blame MAGA. It's our fault. The abortion issue handling among the GOP is atrocious. And I think it should be put on the back burner because there are so many more important things to to discuss and to deal with. My wife said it today. She's like, I don't care about abortion anymore. I care about the financial future of families, of working class families, of our family, of crime in the streets, of what's happening in the schools. Abortion is now, it's part of that culture war, but there are even more important things in the culture war that we should be focusing on. So, in my opinion, you're right. I I agree with you, Buck Fiden. I I agree that rhinos are worse than Democrats these days. I mean, look at the whole DeSantard crew. They want Donald Trump to die. They want him in jail. Our identity crisis is reaching critical mass point. There's lots of MAGA idiots that sound like anarchies, and you're right, and never even, yep, Never been even on a in a street fight or any fight for that matter. Clowns of war. That's the big problem too. If you're going to sit home with your MAGA hat on and just cry stolen election and just cry that every election, yeah, every election is stolen and it, it, it's it's a. I'm not going to tolerate black pilling from so-called MAGA Republicans. If you're going to put on this "Make America Great Again" hat and you're going to black pill people into not voting and become that anarchist, you should take your MAGA hat off and you should set it on fire and you should put an Antifa hat on. That I firmly believe. Because if you're not going to be in it to win it and you're going to go out of your way to black pill people, I will mow you the fuck down. Get out of my way. Because we have elections to win. We have elections to secure. We have ballot harvesting operations to support. We have a primary to win, we have an election to win in the general, and we have a republic to save. And if you're just going to cry like a cunt, election fraud every time, 
your candidate in a local election loses, uh, you know what? I don't even care about it. I'm only going to come out when Trump's on the ballot. You're a moron. A MAGA Republican, a Trump supporter, who says, I'm only going to come out when Trump's on the ballot. That's not the same as Trump and only Trump. If they're not going to care about local elections and say to you, I'm, gonna, I'm only coming out when Trump's on the ballot, they're, they're garbage. I'm sorry. There's no other way. There's no other way to say it. There's no other way to say it. If you aren't trying to help this movement, you're against it at this point. And, but unfortunately, we do have, you know, there's a lot of obstacles out there. Polling is polling. And we can't always believe the polls. And here's my other thing. And I know we say it as a counter response to the Santard morons. And I know we say it as a counter response. And some people do it to sound edgy to Democrats. Look at the polls. Look at the polls. Your guy's polling 16%. He said, we all do it, myself included. But in the back of my head, we're down 20 points. In the back of my head, we're down 20 points because that's what's going to motivate motivate me to work harder to message out the importance of electing Donald Trump in the primary to make him our nominee and pushing and electing him as our president and the general because he will be able to put forth the policies and the executive orders and the the going forward for us to save this country because if we don't have the White House, we don't have, we have too many gutless members of Congress and we don't have the Senate, we're going to have a problem. And I'll tell you what, with all the bullshit that's going on in Congress with these establishment pieces of shit uniparty members, I have no confidence that we will in 2024 retain the majority, the very slim majority that we have in the House. I don't give a shit that they censured Rashida Tlaib, I don't give a shit. I don't care. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean for us? That she can't sit there and talk because she talked bad about Israel? Like, what does that even mean? We have Republicans banding together to try to expel other Republicans who have a 100% conservative voting record. We're not going to keep the fucking majority. It's a clown show. It's a fucking clown show. We can't even get strong candidates anymore. And the ones that are strong can't win because no one's throwing money behind them to fund their campaigns when you have major powerhouse donors from the same party funding their primary candidates or their straight-up opponents. Like J.R. Majewski in Ohio's 9th District. He should already be well into his... Freshman term, Joe Kent in Washington State. So many others out there. Mike Crispy, my good friend in New Jersey. So many. But instead, we're getting rhinos. We're getting weak, gutless, piece of shit candidates coming up. And establishment Republicans are okay with them because they will eventually bend the knee and become uniparty members. Look at the New York congressional delegation with the exception of George Santos. They're all rhino fucks, every single one of them. 
I want to hear about America. I don't care what's going on in the Middle East other than our boys and girls over there that are fighting that shouldn't be there or may end up fighting that shouldn't be there. It is a war against MAGA. And we have to decide what battles we're willing to lose so that we can move forward and win the fucking war because it is a war against MAGA. And who's our opposers on the other side of this war? It's establishment Republicans, rhino Republicans, one and the same, Democrats, all of them. It's a war against MAGA. And I'm not, we have to win it. How do we win it? We got to get people out. We got to get people and break them out of this attitude of, I'm only coming out if Trump's on the ballot. Virginia. I mean, Glenn Youngkin's, he, he, he's, you know, no, no rising GOP star or whatever you want to call him. <clears throat> it is what it is. Get out and vote. Get out and vote. I said it about five times yesterday. That was my, like, my, my tagline yesterday. Vote red or the babies are dead. I, I guess the message didn't resonate with anybody in Ohio because people just stayed home. And now they can murder babies up until birth in Ohio. In fucking Ohio, they can murder babies up until birth. Because Republicans are shit and didn't come out. It's a fact. It's a fact. Not only that, I mean, you have some of the worst vile people as registered Democrats. Vile. Vile. And they get away with the vileness. They get away with the threats. They get away with the violence. They get away with it because, well, they're Democrats. That's just the way it is. Listen, if you haven't hit the thumbs up yet, hit the thumbs up on the video. Share it. Follow. Like. Because of all of you yesterday, we were number one in the live podcast slot on Rumble. First page, first slot, and it was awesome to see. AP Unfiltered took the screenshot and I, I threw it up on the uh, on my Twitter. <clears throat> so vile, vile leftist assholes abusing GOP poll watchers. I don't know if you guys saw this. The vile leftist thug abuses GOP poll worker in Arlington, Virginia. Oh, this guy must be must have woke up happy. This scumbag. Woke up happy realizing that the House and the Senate in Virginia are all, you know, leftist sicko controlled. But this is, this is so sick, this guy. I had posted this on Instagram. Watch this. This is, this is the scum. This is the scum that are coming out winning elections. I want to make that clear. Pieces of shit like this are coming out in droves winning fucking elections. If that doesn't resonate with you today, you are beyond the pale retarded. Oh, of course it's going to do this. Well, walking up to my head on the way from holding station, putting a gun in my head, trying to tell me not to film. Do you expect me not to take that fucking personally? You fucking try to overthrow elections with violence? And then you're out here among decent people. Thanks for what coming out. What do you have to there. say, that, huh? What and what's on your fucking what's on your fucking uh, uh, your what are your policy prescriptions? 
Have a nice day. You've already fucking been. Fucking rapist rights. Yeah. Involving is... yourself in people's fucking families and their fucking bedrooms. It's pretty wild. You fucking animal. You try to steal my vote next year, I'm going to fucking remember you personally. Thank you. Violent. I'm taking a fucking picture. This guy's so angry. Is that all right? Yeah, you Permission? can. Yeah. These people so are winning elections. Shitbird. State. Shitbird. Yeah, one party state. These people. You want a fucking one party country, sweetie. Hey, sir, how are you? Winning get elections. Get in to vote? Can I get a Republican sample ballot? Sure, thank you. I'm good. I'm going in to vote Democrat. You know, try not to be buddy buddy with these people because they, they put on a face of a good neighbor, but they support lynch mobs or they're <laughs> fucking Bible beating bigots and freaks. Mm. Yeah, they're not good neighbors. Let me get into my Prius. Let me get into my Prius and drive away. So that was a Republican poll worker, right? Giving out Republican sample ballots. And he was just, he was, he was threatened violently. He's not, he's going to remember he'll come after him personally. Took a picture of him. These people, whether you like it or not, are winning elections. Unhinged progressives are winning elections because you people are staying in your fucking houses or you people can't take an hour off from fucking work to go vote or you people, Republicans, can't get it through your head that you could have voted early and didn't. And you passed your local polling place, early polling place, 20 fucking times. Unhinged progressives are winning elections, and it's your fault. It's literally our fault that these people get away with that and then do a victory dance. This guy's doing a victory dance. He probably rolled over in bed and stuck it into his husband in a celebratory anal bang and then got in their Prius and drove down to Starbucks because we allowed it because we stayed home because we didn't come out in droves like these sick progressives did <clears throat> now they're saying this guy and I don't know somebody put this out it's funny 100% had me laughing my ass off too that these people act like this and then call us violent overthrowing elections put a gun to my head to get me not to vote like what are you talking about this guy sits home and he watches mainstream media all day and he listens to idiot democrats speaking about disenfranchisement of black voters which is bullshit and democrats and and what goes on in the bedroom because we have a problem with you know gay men adopting babies and banging each other in front of them and, and reading porn books in schools and dressing up as women, shaking fake tits in four-year-olds' faces. Yeah, we have a problem with that because that is societal decay and it's fucking sick. Oh, and you want to murder babies, but... Oh, oh. So, but the, they're winning. They're winning. You need to eat this loss everywhere it happened and realize if you're not getting out, you were on their side 
If you did not come out as a registered Republican and vote in your local election yesterday, you're on their side. You're on that guy's side. You support him. You should go hang out in his bedroom while he's banging his husband. What you saw last night was the establishment paid back. The McMorons want to sink the ship at all costs. 100%. 100%. 100%. So this guy apparently, the same Democrat voter who belligerently approached and threatened the Republican poll greeter, Matthew Hurt, in Arlington, Virginia today, yesterday, is the same man who interrupted President Trump during a national anthem celebration at the White House on June 5th, 2018 where he yelled, stop hiding behind the national anthem. Now, I don't know. I guess you could judge for yourself. Is this the same guy right here? There is a compare. Is this the same guy that was just berating the guy in Arlington, Virginia? Protester interrupts Trump. Stop hiding behind the national anthem. Maybe he doesn't like the national anthem. Is this the same guy, 2018 and 2023? It looks like it could be the same guy, right? What do you think? Is this the same guy? Hardcore progressive Democrat activist? I mean, we don't know his name. We don't know much about him. For all we know, he could be he could be a uniparty member. He could be a registered Republican. He could be an establishment Republican. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he's a progressive Democrat from the way he was speaking about Bible banging, you know, bigots and all of that shit. <laughs> driving a Prius, <laughs> although I'm not gonna, not gonna lie, I know quite a few conservatives who drive Priuses because they commute a lot and they want a little baggy car that is good on gas. Whatever, call call whatever you want. I'm not gonna judge someone by the car they drive. I'll, I'd rather judge them based off the policies they support politically and what you know they how they carry themselves in public and in society, but is this the same guy? It might very well be, but they're vile people. They're, they're vile, vile people, and they're winning. <clears throat> I mean, he didn't straight out threaten the guy's life, so I don't think law enforcement would be able to do anything with that as far as a threat, but, I mean, it's a waste of time anyway. But that guy's doing a, a, a celebratory dance with his husband today. And here's another guy. Another unhinged leftist thug verbally assaults young GOP volunteers in Virginia. Both of them in Virginia. All MAGA needs to go to Gitmo. For what? For what? Here's that other guy. Hold on. Here's a video of this, of this freak. And this guy didn't even have the balls to get out of his car. Well, thank you. Why do we have to go to Gitmo? I'm curious about that. Why does all of MAGA have to go to Gitmo? That was in Prince William County. All the Democrats acting unhinged. But guess what? They acted unhinged. These unhinged people won. They won. They fucking won. (laughs) I mean, what are you going to do? They won. They came out in droves. Republicans stayed home, just like they did 
for the Georgia Senate race in 2020, right? They stayed home because they felt that the election was stolen and they didn't trust the system. They stayed home. They didn't trust anybody. You don't have to trust anybody. You got to come out and vote. You got to trust yourself and your instincts to get out and use your God-given right to fucking vote. Every Republican that stayed home yesterday trampled over the, the Constitution like every other sick liberal does. But they, they used it to their convenience. They came out and exercised their right to vote, and they won big. And it's it's not one person's fault. It's not it's not Rona McDaniel's fault either for not people not coming out to vote. Although she they could have done more of the RNC as far as activism. But unless you're a fucking retard and you really forget when election day is, that's a problem, number one, especially in the political climate and the way society and the world is right now in the country. But two you're all supposed to be rational thinking adults and know that you have to make the time to vote. So what are you doing? Brandy with a B in the house. One of the great dilly memers. What are you doing? Get out and vote. Like these unhinged progressives are. It's, it's, not, it's not a hard concept. It's really not. It's crazy. And uh, with that, we got some other stuff to go into. Some uh, voting machine issues, of course, in Pennsylvania. Haven't heard of any anywhere else yet, but Pennsylvania was an ongoing issue. Before that, let's check out the best cigar commercial of all time. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot cigars. MyPatriotCigars.com, my company, conservative-owned. Myself and my family run it. Promo code MAGA, 25% off MyPatriotCigars.com. Get some cigar holidays are coming. Just had a bunch of orders the last few days of all women. I assume maybe uh, hey, maybe they smoked themselves or they're getting them for husbands and boyfriends for the holidays coming. But MyPatriotCigars.com, promo code MAGA, 25% off. If, you have, if you've been on the site recently and you saw a couple products that were sold out as far as cigars, they are back. Big order came in, so they are back, and orders will be shipping out. Uh, Monday of next week for those that have ordered already. So again, mypatriotcigars.com, promo code MAGA. 
25% off. I was texting with the great Laura Loomer last night, and I'm working on a sponsorship of her show, or at least uh, supporting her work, and she's going to be promoting Patriot Cigars on her social media. We get everything hashed out. So I wish I could fast forward to this commercial. <laughs> Jonathan Allen, the great. He loves Patriot Cigars, Jonathan Allen. He doesn't want to watch the show. He just watches the show for when I play the Patriot Cigar commercial, which I understand because it is a kick-ass commercial. I get so many compliments on it, and it was done by the great Dilly Meme team, Ramble Rants and Phantom Shadow. I'm probably going to have them do a, uh, another one, but a little different, and uh, you know maybe have a couple of them running, but the Dilly Meme team's on point with all that shit. Buck Fiden rocks the Patriot hat on the golf course. I'm waiting for more hats to show up. Do I sell women's shirts too? Not specifically to women, no offense, but uh, the shirts do, I believe, come all, like all the way down to small. Um, the problem is I'd probably have to sit on a big inventory of women's shirts because I don't do drop shipping when it comes to merch because I don't want the merch to look like shit. Like I have them done and I hold the inventory and I don't know if... Uh, that many women's shirts would sell, but unfortunately. Anyway, all right. So we got, there was an issue that the Gateway Pundit was reporting. There's three different articles on it because they were updating it in Pennsylvania. And this is the first one. It's happening. Voting machines down in several districts in Pennsylvania due to votes getting flipped. This was uh, reported on election day yesterday at 1.40 p.m. See, there you go. AP Unfiltered. My wife wears my Patriot cigar shirt. Every time I come home with a new T-shirt, my wife snatches it up. Like, oh, look, you got me a new shirt. Like, it doesn't even fit you. It fits her enough, and she steals them. But that's all right. The hoodies, too. The woman, the woman following is, uh, is growing. It is. A lot of women buy cigars. A lot of them do. A lot of them. Oh yeah, AP Unfiltered. You're you're from Pennsylvania, um. So they all right. So there was a location. What was it? Lay Lahay Valley. Uh, next to you had to shut down several locations. Oh, Steve from England. You know what? Do me a favor. I know you've you've. I think we've DM'd on Twitter. DM me your mailing address and let me see what shipping would be to you in England. Maybe I can figure it out because I was talking to someone the other day about the UK and maybe we could figure that out um, and I can get some to you, not through the website. So you DM me and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see what we can do. Voting machines down in several districts in Pennsylvania due to votes getting flipped. Again, 1.40 p.m. This, came, this story came out initially yesterday. Election day got off. To a rough start in several districts in Northampton County, Pennsylvania. Oh, this is you, Lehigh Valley News. This is a APN filter. I guess this is around your area. Has reported several voting machines in multiple districts across Northampton County are down due to votes getting flipped and not recording properly. And this is the problem with using machines. They need to go back to paper ballots. And I have not seen anything yet. Doesn't mean it didn't happen, but I have not seen anything in any other parts of the country with the voting machines having issues or flipping votes or anything else. Not saying it didn't happen. It's very possible. I expect it. So if anyone knows of any other areas of this happening, I'd love to know about it. 
Voting machines went down in Palmer Township, Bethany, Wesleyan Church, in Lay Township, College Hill, Presbyterian Church, in Easton, and at the Allen Township Fire Hall. The voting machines only flipped votes in the retention race between Judge Jack Pinella and Judge Victor Stabile for the Pennsylvania Superior Court. Interesting how it only happened in one race. I don't know anything about Pennsylvania politics, anything about this judge race. Again, do we do we know? Is my dog barking in the background? Do we know if it was intentional? Do we know if it's just because these stupid machines work like shit and it's an anomaly that it only happened in this one race? That why did it only happen in this one race? I mean, I, I can only l- tell you what's being reported. AP Unfiltered, you might know more being from that area. But why was it only this one race? And is this race? for superior court uh, judge really popular and contentious in the state. You know, uh, I don't know. It happens in the races they needed to happen in. I'm not going to dispute that. Breaking election day is off to a rough start again. This is the Lehigh Valley News uh, Twitter page where they had major problems at multiple districts. Interesting how it was only that one race that we know of. In a press release, the Northampton County Elections Office stated it appears that when a voter selects a yes or no for one of the candidates for retention to the Pennsylvania Superior Court, the selection is recorded on the paper ballot and on the machine for the other candidate. That's interesting. The statement continued, the issue is limited to the retention of Superior Court judges and is only an issue when recording the votes for when a voter selected a yes for one candidate and a no for another candidate. And there's a big release, there's a big press release for it. Again, issues with the machines. I don't know, do they say which machine, are, they, are these Dominion machines do we know, AP Unfiltered? The judgeships in PA are huge right now due to challenges to state constitution in regards to voting procedures in the state going forward. And that's just one issue that's big in PA right now. So the judge issues are the judge races are big in Pennsylvania because of challenges to the state constitution in regards to voting procedures. That's quite interesting. It's like, all right, big issues of the constitution in regards to voting procedures. And we have this issue with the machines for a superior court judge race. Hmm. There are no coincidences, people. And here's an update. They're saying it was a, this now at 5.20 p.m. on election day, that there was an coding error. Hmm. I guess more people need to learn how to code. Coding error in voting machines blamed for votes flipping in Pennsylvania. Are we buying coding error, AP Unfiltered, or is that a cover-up? Are we buying that? You're from the area. What are they saying? A coding area, a coding error in the voting machines caused the votes to flip in several districts in Northampton County, Pennsylvania. Voting machines went down in Palmer, again, where I read, I, I read where they went down. Reports an issue with the recording votes only, again, for the races for Pennsylvania Superior Court, affecting only this one race. Free the code. <laughs> Free the code. A coding error in an eastern Pennsylvania county caused votes to be flipped. We heard that how many times you're going to print the same thing. Uh, They said voters first noticed the error on the printed voting records produced by the touchscreen machines. You cannot trust voting machines. 
at all. At all. You cannot trust voting machines. Paper ballots, get rid of the machines. Technology is great, but technology does not have to dominate every single thing we do in life and society, especially something so important as our sacred election process, electing representatives and judges and county executives and mayors and presidents and everybody who are supposed to serve us and represent us. We should not be using. We should not. No. Old school, old school, pen and paper, paper ballots. Update. PA voter describes votes caught being switched real time in judicial election from Republican to Democrat was told trust that their vote would be counted correctly. There's an audio of this guy. Maybe we'll go to that and we'll see. I have not played it. It's five minutes. Let's check it out. So Kyle, tell me what happened uh, this morning. So I went to vote and there were- uh, And that was near Bethlehem or in Bethlehem? Pennsylvania. And went voted Republican straight down the ticket. And there were three questions at the, the bottom of the ballot talking about whether three of the existing justice, the judges should be retained, um, one Democrat and two Republicans. I voted no for the Democrat and two for the guy, uh, then the two Republicans, I said, yes, they should be retained. When my paper receipt printed out after I hit submit, uh, the vote had flipped to say that I wanted to retain the Democrat judge and um, not retain the Republicans. So that's a problem. I asked the poll worker to look at it. He agreed that it was not matching. The receipt was not matching what my on-screen vote said. So we uh, canceled the ballot. I tried the second machine and got the same error. Crazy. So they shut down both machines. Um, they tried to find me a provisional ballot. While they did that, they were calling the county office and uh, maybe even the state and sounds like they, this, the state or county tried to send out some text communication right around the same time I was voting saying that um, if voters were saying uh, basically um, yes or no to those two retainer questions like if they didn't just say yes to all three if they said yes and no to one or two they flipped them um, and they knew so that already. They knew that already. So, well, here's here's the worst part. So I filled out a provisional ballot, got my receipt for that. You know, no big deal. Um, my wife then goes to vote probably around 3.30 p.m. And um, they have the machines back on. Okay. And they... Um, um, they say, don't worry, the, the machines are running again. And my wife voted and the receipt once again did not match the on-screen ballot. Wow. And they said, don't worry, it's the county is telling us whatever is on the screen is your actual ballot that goes to the memory stick. But my receipt says uh -huh. something else. Paper ballot is only used if there's <laughs> for a recount or an issue uh -huh. with a digital vote. That's crazy. I mean, obviously, I, I, there, obviously it, there is an issue with a digital vote because you're telling us it's there's a coding error right right it's just crazy what you want you they want you to believe and just accept yeah that's nuts so she had the same problem can you hear me all right i can't listen to these two anymore how many people had that problem and did not pick up on it to tell a poll watcher 
I mean, and 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 where are we supposed to trust? Are we supposed to trust the receipt? Are we supposed to trust the 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 digital vote? What's on the memory card? Are we supposed to vote? Uh, are we supposed to trust the poll watcher? AP unfiltered. Who? How did the election results end up on that specific race? Do you know? Did did they retain the Republican judge? Did did they get uh, did the Democrat win? It's interesting. Absolutely, Laura Ann. How come it always flips from Republican to Democrat? Huge mystery. All these coincidences. I'm telling you, a majority of people did not check that their receipt matched what it said on screen. They grab their receipt and they walk out, probably already making their phone call on where they're going next, who they're meeting for lunch. Dems won every race in PA. Clean sweep. Thanks, Republicans. Every race in Pennsylvania, the Democrats won. Meanwhile, you had Scott Pressler with this huge campaign. He, I mean, he was showing the stats of people that were... Um, Flipping from blue to red registration-wise, knocking on doors the last couple of days. He may even still be in Pennsylvania. And Republicans failed to come out. AP Unfiltered, do you know if it was a poor turnout among Republicans in your areas or in the state overall? Manchester, New Hampshire flipped their mayor's seat from blue to red. Good job, Man- Manchester, New Hampshire. Good fucking job there. <sighs> Voting machines. Voting machines and the lack of Republican participation in voting are going to be the death of America. It's I'm I'm really curious of what the Republican turnout among registered voters, registered Republican voters in Pennsylvania was. I want, I, I want, those are the statistics I care about more right now than the actual election results. I want to know how many garbage registered Republicans sat home with the attitude is, that's eh, a local election. How many times you have to hear that local politics are tremendously important? How many How many times? This is where it starts, people. Because local government is going to be dictating what's happening to your children in schools. Local government is going to be dictating your property taxes. Local government, local economies. I mean, are we still having this fucking conversation? Are we still having this conversation of people just sitting on their ass, not wanting to get involved, just watching a show in the hopes that everything works out? Oh, but the polls are great. Look at the polls. Fuck the polls. Polls are great. They were all showing great. You know what? After yesterday, it's... I'm telling you, if you're not sitting there saying that we're 20 points behind and you're going to have that ridiculous attitude, just... Just, just hang it up and, and don't even pay attention to politics anymore because that's basically what you're doing. You are the weakest link. You are horrible. Republicans staying home for elections and not voting 
are as retarded as single issue voters. Single issue voters and Republicans that don't want to come out and vote unless Trump is on the ballot, you're all fucking retards. Every single one of you. You're stupid. You're a waste of oxygen. Get it together. But get the fuck out of the way. That's what has to happen. <clears throat> a lot of, yep, a huge number of people in your life didn't vote with that mentality. Oh, stupid mentality. Trump and only Trump doesn't mean don't come out and vote in other elections that Trump isn't on the ballot. It's not what that means. People just don't interpret messaging very well on the Republican side of things. They don't. I mean, I'd hate to agree with Democrats, but when you look at the nonsense that goes on in Congress where Republicans can't get their act together and support throwing out an establishment speaker in, in the hopes of electing an America First speaker, or at least someone who is ten to, uh, five times better than Kevin McCarthy, then you know it's a problem because... All the info our and our party is so fractured between the different factions of what type of Republican you might be or who what type of Republicans that there are. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer and I I, I ignore when I hear it, but I, I, I don't ignore it. I just retain it. And my wife said today, how are we gonna save this country when people aren't willing to come out and vote? How are we going to save this country when Republicans all, all Republicans want to do is talk about preventing the murdering of babies, which I'm all for, but the messaging is shit over other real, more important issues that affect you every day. Abortion's not affecting you every day. And this is where all the disagreements and infighting comes from. How can you say that? They're murdering babies. And you're absolutely right. But is that as important as your bottom line? Is that as important as what's happening to children in school in real time? The actually kids that are walking around going to school? Uh, you know, what are we doing for our kids? Pounding our chests, talking about Banning abortion and, and not murdering babies is doing nothing for our children right now. It's, it's doing nothing for it. Prove me wrong. It's doing nothing. Killing babies is bad. I'm right there with you. What are we doing for our kids, our grandkids now, collectively? What are we doing? Going to school board meetings, great. If you went to a school board meeting and you voiced your opinion and you didn't come out to vote because Donald Trump wasn't on the ballot in your local election, you're a fucking retard. Stay home for everything then. Because you're useless to, to saving this republic. You're either going to be a warrior in this war or you're not. If you're going to be a fair-weathered Republican, a fair-weathered MAGA Republican and only come out when it has to do with Trump and not anything that has to do with your local elections... You are retarded. And then when people like Joy Behar on The View sit there and and, and even MAGA Repu and even uh, establishment rhino Republicans do it, when they shit on the MAGA people and call them the misinformed or low-information voters, when they use the term low-information vo voters, I can almost agree with these vile fucks because 
You don't have enough sense and information in your head to get out and vote for every election? Oh, well, you don't trust the system? You don't trust the government? Thanks for coming in, Justine. Good to see you. Have a great day. So this was Joy Behar on The View. I mean, you have to expect this. I hate these people. This is what I'm afraid about, because this whole week when I was gone, those polls came out, which I know you hate, about how he is really... It's neck and neck, pretty much, with Biden in some swing states. And I thought, this is a guy, if he wins, it's all about revenge. Yes. He just wants to get, you know, Nixon had an enemies list. Yeah. And yes. Was, a lot of people felt it was very an honor to be on it. And he mm-hmm. But he was Weaponized out to get FBI. these people who are political enemies. He, this guy will deploy military, yeah. the military, yeah. against demonstrators. People need to understand so, uh, what give this me a means break. in this country no, he if won't. he wins again. And I do think, to some degree, like, the poll numbers, we take them with a grain of salt, but I I think there's a bit of indictment fatigue. We follow this news every day. This audience follows this news. A lot of Americans, they're working. They're like, I don't know. There's 91 felony counts, but he hasn't gone to jail. Is it that but real? You know what? Uh, you, you're right. Because I was thinking about this yesterday from something you, you said. And <laughs> Whoopi the hood. We do have the fatigue. But you know what I think is also going to work against him is everybody in this audience knows had we ever said or done anything like yeah. this to a judge in court, we would yeah. be yeah. Give me a fucking break. I think people don't like... Americans, regardless of what their belief system is, don't like a double standard. I find that the MAGA people who are all in for him, they seem to feel like he's a victim of the system and that he's a pathetic case and he's fighting the system. And it's a witch hunt. It is. They're misinformed. They're low-information voters. Low-information voters. Joy Behar just called every single one of you Stupid, a retard, lower intelligence than most. And if you're not coming out to vote, you're right. If, if she's right. If you're not coming out to vote, she's right. If you're staying home, Joy Behar is right. If you're staying home, I'm agreeing with Joy Behar that you are low information and you are basically a stupid piece of shit. <clears throat> The view. Don't don't be a low information voter. Don't be a non-voter. Come out and vote. Come out and vote. And they will listen. They have unfortunately they have a tremendous platform. And this is what we're up against. We're up against people like this. We're up against the mainstream media. No one is coming to save us. No one is coming to help us. And if we're not going to help ourselves, if we're not going to fight this battle of the the mainstream media narrative and the progressives coming out in droves because they're glued to that mainstream narrative that's 100% against us. This is not an easy fight. Forget about the polls. This is not a landslide. This is not an easy fight. This is us against a very well-oiled, calculated, and funded conglomerate, a machine the final boss, and they talk about fatigue, it's true. I get, I get pol- political fatigue at least one point of, of the day, but then I use that and I reverse the energy and it makes me more energized to want to fight even more. These people are sitting here getting paid millions of dollars for sitting here talking shit about us 
I'm sitting here making no money doing this whatsoever, two hours out of my day, plus whatever hours I spend looking at, uh, about shit to talk about and, and all of the other things I'm involved in that doesn't make me any money. Like it's, uh, where are you? Where is MAGA? Where is MAGA? That, sh that should be a headline. Where was MAGA? Where were we people? A lot of people stayed home. It's like how <clears throat> Representative Jasmine Crockett, yep, said the same thing about black people on CNN because of the blacks for Trump movement. And that's great too. Blacks for Trump, the, the black vote. But we have to get them out to vote. We have to get us, we have to get ourselves out to vote. We have to get ourselves out. I've been on rallies many times and at Mar-a-Lago Mar Bridge many times. Believe me when I tell you. There's Trump supporters that don't vote. They said they believe in everything, but don't vote. I know. And that's the fucking problem. Can you imagine being that much into it and going to rallies and, and supporting Trump? Um, and then not, and then in the same breath saying, we don't vote. Could you uh, imagine that? And they're, they're out there. You, Jocko, you just said it. They just said it. They, he just said it. They don't vote. So that's, that's a problem. That's a tremendous problem. <clears throat> so give me one second. I'm just answering something here, people. Sorry about that. Give me one second. Sorry. Sometimes you got to just quick do an answer. Yeah. Listen. And and those are those are those are low IQ people. I'm sorry, but if you're going to come to a Trump rally and wave a flag and you're going to put all the support towards a candidate, but not vote, that that's a problem. That's a problem, Lorian. Good to see you. Thanks for coming in. That that is a problem. Huge, huge, huge problem. But we could just be like, we could just be like Ukraine, and just the democracy that we're spending money fighting for fighting for you know spending all of this money giving all of our military equipment for so for them to just cancel elections that's look at this approaching end of term Zelensky cancels next election not the right time to continue with democracy <laughs> political fatigue turns you into a super a super angry gnome I'm not going to let political fatigue get to me. You know? I'm not going to let a... I'm, I'm not going to let that get to me. I'm not going to let that stop me. But here, look at this. Let's just cancel elections in Ukraine. The democracy that we're supposed to be saving with all of our money and military equipment against the big bad red man, Putin. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, who was up for re-election in the spring, announced on Monday that he has suspended his country's 2024 election. 
Zelensky said in a speech to his country citizens that due to its ongoing war against Russia, it is not the right time for election. So this might give Joe Biden a good idea, right? If that happens, it's chaos, but I can't see it happening. But would it surprise you? While he had previously not ruled out the responsibility of an election in March, The Hill reported Monday he called for Ukrainian citizens to support him in not having elections. Hold on one second. Okay. So he made this video address to his country and he said, and finally, the waves of any political divisive things must stop. We must realize that now is the time of defense and the time of the battle that determines the fate of the state and people, not the time of manipulations which only Russia expects from Ukraine. I believe that now is not the right time for elections. And I'm not going to play this six-minute video with a translator and him sounding like the Ukrainian cookie monster. The fact of the matter is we're spending billion, tens of hundred billion dollars. And Zelensky wants to cancel his elections for this democracy that we're supposed to be fighting for. It's wild, right? He's elected to his first five-year term in 2019, pretty much installed by the Obama administration. I mean, that was all pre-planned. That was all, that, that, that's how it was going to go. They had that all pre-planned before Obama left office. <clears throat> he concluded that election season for now is a time for unity. That's when, yeah. If we need to put an end to a political dispute and continue to work in unity, there are structures in the state that are capable of putting an end to it and giving society all the necessary answers, he said, so that there is no room left for conflicts and someone else's game against Ukraine. It's all word salad. It's all word salad. He's going to cancel elections. He's going to remain president. And he's not saying when he may have another election. He's not saying that. Is he going to have another election? Is this going to be the whole egg on our face. Oh, look, now now he, he's become a dictator. What's going to happen? Who's going to overthrow him? He did not say when another election would be held or if an election would be held. Ukraine is currently under a state of martial law and has been since February of 2022 invasion of its territory by Russia. He's jailed clergy. He's jailed reporters. He's jailed citizens for speaking out against Ukraine in the war. And he's begging for money like a homeless man. Jacko, I'm not, I'm, I'm on truth. I don't really use it too much. I do have a verified account there. It's under the Great Divide podcast, um, which was the name of my original show. I don't, I don't post on there much, but that's where I am on truth. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, the Truth Social has become just a giant echo chamber, and I'm not into it. The battleground, the battleground and battlefield is Twitter, period, as far as the same type of platform. And uh, But I'm on there, uh, at The Great Divide Podcast, but I don't post on there often at all. I'll sometimes, I haven't been on there in over a week, and I'll go on there, and I'll, I'll, I'll read truth some stuff, but it's an echo chamber. I don't want to talk to, to an echo chamber. I, I like where Twitter, I can at least have some sort of discourse among, you know, moderates and, and, and even 
some centrist left people and, and, and things like that and actually get into debates and torment liberals. So you can't really do that on True Social. I do use it to promote the show here and there. But again, Zelensky's jailing everybody. Home, home imprisonment, um, regular jail, clergy members for speaking out against the war. And there he is, Zelensky, with his homeless, like a homeless man with his cup, trying to get more money from us. And, and the unfortunate thing is, they're most likely going to because no one has any balls. And, and half, of, not half, but maybe half, it wouldn't surprise me, how much of this money is not going to where it's supposed to be going? They're literally catching ministers of defense and other people in Ukraine politics, people in leadership that are embezzling money, saying something costs a certain amount, but it really costs less and they're pocketing the rest. The amount of military weapons that have gone missing out of Poland end up in the hands of Hamas and whoever else on the black market. Probably, probably the cartels in Mexico as well. This is what we have a habit of doing. And then here, he's going to, he's going to, go ahead, don't have elections. Don't give him another fucking dime. If you're not going to uphold your d democracy and allow people to vote for new leadership, you get nothing. But I seriously doubt our government will do that. They will not. We'll end up giving them money. Why not? But yeah, let's keep, let's keep giving them money. I wanted to get to one or two other things before, uh, what we call it a day. It's a couple of things I might just hold off until uh, until tomorrow. I didn't expect to really rant that much on the elections, but as I started, it really just aggravating me that we have a lot of pieces of shit that are supposedly on our team that want to sit home and let everybody else do the heavy lifting and can't win on our own. So this is something that wasn't really reported too much in the mainstream media, it seemed, that I didn't see it among mainstream media. And maybe there's a good reason for it. Armed man with AR-15 arrested on Capitol Hill yesterday. Election day. U.S. Capitol Police also respond to suspicious package in Senate parking area, which apparently was a bag possibly left by this individual. Now, take a good look. He's a black male. It's probably why it's not being reported everywhere. And if it is, I apologize, but I haven't really seen it in many places. I'd imagine it would be if this was a white male. If this was a white male that had an AR-15 on Capitol Hill, we would have already heard from the morons in the White House and morons on Capitol Hill about we need to get rid of the AR-15. He didn't fire a shot, but he was walking around in broad daylight on Capitol Hill after leaving a bag, a suspicious bag on a bench somewhere walking around with an AR-15. U.S. Capitol Police arrested a man armed with an AR-15 in the vicinity of the Capitol complex on Tuesday afternoon. The suspect was taken into custody on the Senate side of the Capitol following a critical emergency call. United States Capitol Police officers just arrested a man with a gun in the park across from Union Station. At this time, we have no reason to believe there is an ongoing threat. We are working together. We are working to gather more information and we'll put more details when they are confirmed that's what the capitol police announced on their twitter page now the suspect identified as a black male clad in a bright orange tracksuit 
was reportedly tasered following a standoff with an officer before he was detained. His motives remain yet unclear. We haven't, we haven't heard anything yet up to this point that I've seen. Witnesses at the scene captured video footage of the suspect being taken away in an ambulance. And I guess, they, let's see if we can see anything here. This guy has a gun. Yeah, you can see him. In the, yeah, he's standing there walking. There's the this gun in his hand. Gun. Cops have him. Yeah. yeah. This guy can't do shit with his camera. What are we doing here, guy? So apparently they tased him. And they're, they're bringing him to the hospital because he had the taser hooks in his back. He didn't fire off a shot. They don't know if he was going to go to Union Station and shoot it up there. Was he going to go to the Capitol and start shooting members of Congress? But he's a black male. Oh, and get this. He's also a registered sex offender. He's from Atlanta, Georgia. He has, let's see if we can get this picture of him. The same picture. We'll see. Here he is. That's him. Young guy. I think he was in his 20s, I believe. And had an AR-15 walking around broad daylight around the Capitol grounds. Driver's license said he was from Atlanta, Georgia, and he is a registered sex offender. Hmm. Interesting. What would it be like if that was a white male? carrying an AR-15. We would be hearing the screams of gun control. You know? I get the truth. I got to disagree with you. Truth Social is not a home. It's an echo chamber, and it's it's not... it's It, it, it doesn't operate really well either. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's um, between advertisements that, that are all over, and that's on Twitter too, and just the same, it's the same thing. I go on there just to see what Donald Trump is saying. That's really the only reason I go on there, and most of the time it's reposted on Truth on, on Twitter anyway. It's just nothing's going to convince me that Truth Social is this big breakthrough social media platform other than we can go on there and talk real bad about Democrats and not get thrown off a platform. That's really the only good thing, which is cool. It is what it is. I go on there occasionally. I'll uh, I'll I'll throw. I don't even know if I could find it. Hold on a second. Let me see. It may come up here. Oh, I'm gonna throw the link in the chat. Yeah, truthsocial.com. Copy. I'm gonna throw my Truth Social link in the chat right now. That's me on Truth Social. I was able to pull it right up. That's me. I'm under the, I can't change it. I'm under the Great Divide podcast. That was my original name of my original show when I first started. And I, I had, in order to keep the verification, I have to keep the same name. I could start a new page, but I didn't, I didn't bother. But that's me on truth. If you want to follow me over there, go ahead. I don't really promote it because I'm not on there as much as I'm on Twitter. So, and I'll be honest with you, the engagement on True Social is a lot worse than it is I have on Twitter. I get no engagement on True Social. I, and I, I was, I, when I was first on it, I was posting and, and retruthing and all that stuff. And I wasn't getting any interaction. So I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time with this. All right. I want to, so yeah, so they, the AR-15. So there was a press conference, which this guy, this guy was boring. I'm not going to play it. I'm going to tell you that it was a black male was a registered sex offender from Atlanta, Georgia, 
but was caught with an AR-15. Why isn't it being reported further? The guy had the worst, biggest, blackest gun in American history, apparently. He had a weapon of war, according to the left. Why are we not on Capitol grounds? Why aren't they? Why aren't, why aren't they speaking about this? Oh, because it was a black man who's a registered sex offender. So let's just keep it quiet. But if that was a white man, and if that was a white man with like an American flag on his shirt, oh, forget about it. Forget about it. Right wing extremist shows up at the Capitol with an AR-15, looking to murder members of Congress. AOC would have reported that she died in the incident. I bet members of Congress didn't even really know what was good, that, that it went on. Maybe they heard about it later. This is a gateway pundit or something. All right. We talked about yesterday how the Tranifesto, the Nashville shooters manifesto was leaked, and how the mayor and other, uh, I guess, investigative bodies, the Nashville police, were now on the hunt looking to who might have leaked this because they want accountability, not that, oh, we have it and it should be released to the public so we know the level of mental illness that was in this person's head, right? No. Instead, instead, what they're going to do is they track it down and they find the two officers that possibly leaked it, and now the two officers are facing termination following the leak of Nashville Transgender Shooters Manifesto. They should be awarded for wanting the truth out there. Two police officers are, so you know this was real. If this this was real, because it wasn't like, oh, two police officers that, you know, uh, generated this fake manifesto. No, Nashville mayor involved. They want to know who leaked it because it's real. This is This is real. Two officers, two police officers are reportedly facing potential terminations following the leak of a manifesto allegedly belonging to the transgender mass shooter. Not allegedly, it is the one that belongs to this individual that they're keeping under wraps when every other manifesto that was available and found has been released because they weren't a trans mentally ill shooter. Democratic mayor, of course. Tennessee, what's going on, Nashville? Democratic mayor of Nashville, Freddie O'Connell, expressed outrage after the racist killer's manifesto was leaked to the public, dispersing the narrative being built around the incident. I have directed Wally Dietz, Metro's law director, to initiate an investigation into how these images could have been released. We can't have people thinking transgenders are that mentally ill. Too late. That investigation may involve local, state, and federal authorities. I'm deeply concerned with the safety, security, and well-being of the Covenant families and all Nashvillians who are grieving, O'Connell said. We should know what we're up against as far as mental illness. People believing that there's something that they're not. That we keep embracing. Well, let's worry about messaging on abortion, though. Republicans. Stephen Crowder, his mug club uncovered, undercover team, obtained the exclusive access to the Nashville Covenant Shooters Manifesto. In a chilling revelation, the disturbing manifesto of Audrey Hale, who referred to its plan as Death Day has been leaked. The document filled with malevolent intent and a planned timeline. It contains disturbing insight into Hale's thoughts leading up to the tragic incident. And now they want to fire two police officers 
for leaking it. So, you know, executing people. I want to kill all you little crackers, bunch of little faggots with your white privileges. No, it's not mentally ill. It's not. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm ready. I hope my victims aren't. I mean, this is, this is sickness. Death day. 327-23. This was obviously calculated and planned out of mental illness. Kill those kids, those crackers. Going to private fancy schools with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks. With their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. Fuck you, little shits. I wish to shoot you weak-ass dicks with your mop yellow hair. Want to kill all you little crackers. Bunch of little faggots with your white privileges. Hmm. Even on there where he has a, a, a memo where they, where they might have lunch, where they might, and their whole timeline. It's whole timeline. Leave for Covenant School. Arrive at Covenant. Check parking lot for security. Arrive in designated parking space. Prepare for attack. Lock and load all weapons. Open fire towards whatever that is. From the morning, get dressed. Something with stuffed animal and possessions. Eat breakfast at home. Pack up special belongings and backpacks. Test Knife and core glass breakers. Dad's old cars. Leave for Royal Range. Gear up and set guns in trunk. Assemble and get out vest with mags inside. It's crazy. It's crazy. This this is this is they wanna they wanna lock up the two cops. Listen, I'm surprised I'm wondering what kind of ramifications Steven Crowder is going to see and feel. If any, I mean, he's a journalist, technically. Uh, these cops, if they're going to get fired and then maybe possibly prosecuted somehow for something, obstruction of job, I don't know. They'll find something to protect this transgender mental illness that cannot at any cost be blamed for this, that they have to protect it. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to jump into um, to these other things tomorrow. Unless something, I mean, I'll add it to whatever big breaking things happen today, possibly. I'm going to close with a video that Leah Memes from the Dilly Meme team had posted. I think a while back, I probably played the video before. I don't want to play it again because she had the honor of Donald Trump retruthing it, posting it on his truth social which I thought was pretty amazing for her. And congratulations to Leah Memes. She is, um, <clears throat> she's great, unbelievable. She actually uh, redid the intro for our Freedom Friday show, which I don't know if we're going to do a Freedom Friday show. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not going to go into detail, but my, my co-host, uh, James Curry, mom's going through a little uh, medical, medical emergency issue. She's, she's, she's okay she, and, and all that, but she's, she's got to have some things done. So he's been uh, helping her with that and supporting her. So uh, that's why we didn't do a show uh, last night, We The People Radio. And I'm not sure if he's going to be in town for Friday, if we're going to do a Friday show. But I will be back tomorrow, of course, at 8 a.m. Eastern. But let's check this video out. This is great. This has to bring back the MAGA energy, and we have to get out and fight. It's a war that 
We're not winning. Run, boy, run. This world is not meant for you. Run, boy, run. They're trying to catch you. Run, boy, run. Running is a victory. Run, boy, run. Beauty lies behind the hills. The sun will be guiding you, run boy run, they're dying to stop you, run boy run, this race is a prophecy, run boy run, break out from society. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. So with American pride swelling in our hearts and American courage stirring in our souls, I say these words to you tonight. We will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. Let's hope so. We need that MAGA energy. We need it more than ever. We have a year, and we need to get people engaged so we can make America great again. So those that are sitting on the sidelines, you're going to be on the wrong side of history, people. It is time to engage, and it is time to get out there. The time is now. Don't slack. Don't wait. It has to happen. Can't say it enough. We're either going to band together, or we're going to lose everything. Your children will lose everything. It's a fact. So please, get out, get involved, do what's needed so we can make America great again, make America strong again, and all those other things that Donald Trump has not only talked about, but has done as the 45th president of the United States. So please, we owe it to each other, ourselves, our families, to our republic, to our children, everybody. We have to do what's needed. And anyway, in any case, I will be back tomorrow, 8 a.m. Eastern. As always, MAGA hat stays on. I'll see you tomorrow. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. 
There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars.